Welcome to Wings on Wings. We, Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Michelle. Wow, you're all discombobulated. I am. Oh, what's happening? You wanted to there? record. You wanted to start recording before normal because yeah, this is your idea. Watery. This sauce is just vinegar. It looks like yeah. A, yeah, vinegar slash Worcestershire right. bottle we have going on here. That's is that how you say Worcestershire? No. Worcestershire. 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 That's how. That made a noise. That, I hope that picked up on the Nobody else said their names other than me. Oh, hey, I'm DJ. <laughs> Such a dick. I'm Doug. <laughs> Stop it. Hi, Doug. I'm sorry, I'm Tatum. <laughs> what up, Tates? Hello. We, we are... Big is, Tates in the house. This is Doug bad. and Tatum left. This smells just like vinegar. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, we watched... This is going to be great. Uh, nuptials off. Season 6, episode 23, from May 9th of 1995. And the sauce we're eating is... Can we even uh, call it a sauce? Water. Summer Blaze Peach Habanero Hot Sauce, made by Shoal Orchards from Easton, PA. Easton, uh, I'm sorry, East, packaged by Shoal Orchards mm. by Easton Salsa Company. Oh, it's, it, I mean, oh, the, is that what it is? It's just the water that was left water. over from salsa? Literally, the ingredients, the first ingredient is distilled vinegar. Distilled vinegar, habanero peppers, kosher salt. May contain it, xanthan gum. It, I mean, it certainly doesn't. It tastes like nothing, huh? Now, okay, for... It's it's the it's water. I was going to say for the, for the viewers at home, but um, for the listeners, this... Uh, like it legit is just water. Yeah. It the consistency is water. It looks like scummy pond water. It tastes like spicy water. Is it mm-hmm. spicy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Is it peachy? No. Nope. No. Life is peachy. No. Twist. <laughs> Twist. Um. All right. So uh, I'm gonna take a bite out of the wing. Yeah. And then we're gonna kick this motherfucker off. That's right. So I'm gonna put a little bit more. Maybe I don't know. Let's try it. I don't know what to do. I'm getting it everywhere. I'm very confused by DJ's reaction right now because part of me is like he's very disgusted by this, but the other part is like I just want to get through this. Like, right? Is he <laughs> eating? Like, <laughs> you're eating your wings really fast. Is it because you hate? Just them? trying to figure it out. Um. With Summer Sanders. Yeah, with Summer Sanders. With Summer Blaze Sanders. So. This is weird. Hmm. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> that was face myself making. It's um Huh. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, it's it's very yeah. perplexing. I feel like maybe I tasted a little peach. Um so this episode of Wings mm-hmm. was kind of funny. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. We all giggled a, a lot. Um Joe and Helen, you know, obviously are getting married. Joe's running around freaking out because Helen is there five weeks out and Helen forgot to order the cocktail napkins. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know, do you even want to get married? I've been reading in what was Mo- it like? Modern, modern Bride. Yeah, modern Bride, like 10 signs he has cold feet. Mm-hmm. And, um,. Like, honey, of course I want to get married just because I forgot cocktail right. napkins doesn't mean I don't want to get married. Right. When she says, why are you reading Modern Bride anyway? And he says, because they don't make Modern Groom. Yeah. Um, also, to kind of fit into this episode, mm-hmm. 
Um, well, I'm buying a bone real quick. Mm. Um, there we go. All right. Um, Antonio's showing off his godchild, his yes. godson. They put a lot in this episode. Yeah, they all put kind of, of tie together. They did too. a lot of things. Um, he's showing off his godson where everybody's reaction is, Ugh, right? Shows his, the picture. Yeah, what, brother Vincenzo? Yeah, uh, cousin. His cousin. And he says that it's not a very handsome child. Right. But he has to usher the child through a good Catholic life. Yeah, it sounds like he wants to like rededicate himself to the church. Right. And, and Helen, like, that's great. You should be spiritual. And he goes, right. oh, cool. What kind of, you know, what religion right. are you? And she says, I don't know, some sort of Protestant. Yeah, some sort of Protestant. Uh, yeah. And then it's sort of um, revealed. Well, so the, the, the running gag is the baby picture that's ugly. Joe sees it at one point and he's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. sounds like it's my godson. He's like, oh, very cute. That's like the B plot. Yeah. The C um, plot is that Lola is sick but mm-hmm. won't go home. And it ends up robo tripping by the end of the episode. I've seen people robo trip uh-huh. before. Um, <laughs> but the the main thing and sort of tied into the whole Antonio thing is that uh, Helen goes to get told, tells Joe she's going to get the marriage license. She goes to get it, and it turns out that her and Antonio from like three seasons ago. Are not divorced. Right. And Helen, being the jerk that she is, accuses everyone else. Uh, well, Antonio in this case. But Antonio, you didn't turn in that paperwork. And he says that, uh, remember they were, they were celebrating the divorce and she spilled champagne all over the thing. And she put it under the register to flatten out. She's like, you mean to tell me this paperwork's been under my register for three years? Mm-hmm. They lift the register and they are. it is in fact there. Helen has forgot to ever get divorced. Yeah. Oh, Helen. So then they're going to get divorced, but it takes 120 days, and they're being married in 30, Joe and Helen. So she needs to uh, get yeah, the... Five uh, weeks. Mm-hmm. She needs to get the... Get the ball rolling divorce. here. The quickie divorce. So she she calls in the, the, the heavy hitter, the man <laughs> who gets stuff done, the fixer, if you will, the porno king of Nantucket. Yeah. Mr. Roy Biggins. Yeah, she runs upstairs to a new set that we we, the, we the up, they've been upstairs before because uh, not there. I think in the control tower remember? from the control tower. So they no, did they, they, were upstairs they did a once, shot they, they they shot up at the balcony, but I don't remember ever being up there with yeah. them. Yeah. There's one scene that they shot up there where okay. Brian and Helen are sitting on the stairs. Okay. Like up at the mm. oh, like exactly. up what, to the control tower. When he was going to buy her like a violin or whatever. Yes. Oh, okay. Or not a violin, cello. And then there's the whole thing about the control tower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All that. With the kidnapping or whatever all that shit was. Right. Uh, so Roy says they got to fly to Mexico and get a quickie divorce. Well, it was funny because she runs up the stairs and says, Roy, I need you. And oh. Was, Finally, yeah, I finally. Knew this day was gonna what, come. What turns you around? Yeah. Is it the is it the new cologne? Is it the new jacket? Yeah. Or you just want to get wild you, before you, you, you get just, married? You just want to be bad one last <laughs> yeah. time before you're married. <laughs> and she's ill, no. And he's all right. What do you need, Chapel? Yeah. And that's when they decide they need to go to Mexico for a quickie divorce, which doesn't make any sense to me because the the how is the guy the you know the whatever he is in in Nantucket gonna know that they filed the quickie divorce in Mexico? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you could get divorced in another country. Good question. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a thing. But whatever, for the point of this episode well, so being... You could, could conjure up the paperwork? I, I don't right, know. Right. Being marginally funny, um, this is... this It works. Yeah, Roy comes up with a whole plan. Right. They need to... She needs to find something that that Joe likes doing. 
Jen's up being fly fishing. Yeah. Which he's never mentioned before. This episode no, is just Yeah, cool. they, they fly fish. That's why they did the... Isn't that why they did the timeshare? Weren't they going fly fishing in the timeshare episode? I don't know. I don't I remember no that. Idea. I think, remember the timeshare episode? No. no. You don't remember where, make... they get, where they get roped into going on a vacation and it storms and they get trapped in the hotel room with Roy and I everybody? I do remember that. I just don't remember I, it I having think, anything to do with I think there was fly, fly fishing, fishing involved there. They right. do make a river runs through it reference yes. here. Um, I had no idea what the fuck that was. It's a movie about fly fishing. It is. Oh. Yeah. You know two what it, yeah. You two know what they do fly in it? Fishing. Fly fish. Fly fish? That's cool. it. Yep. That's it. Um good. <laughs> so they gotta get Joe out of there. Right. For the weekend. Right. So Helen's gonna send him to Maine and she says like it's a wedding present. Right. That she's sending him to Maine for because fly he's fishing. Working so hard. Right. And that's when he and then Brian, you know, Roy comes up with this idea. Then Brian will fly them to Mexico. Right. They're put sending Joe on Aeromass. Right. And Roy's like, you're going to go into this church and you're going to ask for this guy. Yeah. Tell him the donkey's dead or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Um, or he's like, yeah, you're going to ask for this person. She goes, well, how am I going to know who doesn't? Yeah. He's like, trust me, he'll find, he'll find you. you. Yeah. And then we sort of get the. The uh, the extra wrinkle in the pro- in the plan is that Antonio's the it's not annulled in the church even though they didn't get married in a church and I don't did they right. have a priest marry them I don't think so no they got married no. at the uh, airport yeah but a priest could have came and done that though was it efficient yeah. to judge I don't know but they need the the thing annulled in the church which has to be signed off by the Pope and so Antonio has. Right, uh, because he found he recently found yes, religion again. He's right. got to get this annulled. So he found he set up an appointment with the priest, which is supposed to be the same morning as they're going to fly to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So, uh, funny story about annulments in the church. Uh, since we're here, um, are you guys getting a divorce? No. Funny story. Yeah, we weren't married in the church. Uh, my mom. Uh, has been married a, a few times, and uh, I guess the first time I wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> um, it was in a church, and the second time I wasn't, uh, which I was at the second one. I was at the third one too. Um, but um, they, uh, the, my stepfather, when I was a teenager, it turned out that. He never got his marriage annulled, oh. but got remarried. So my mom, mm. when uh, they were married, and it was a few years after that, my mom was a church-going lady. Uh, I went to Sunday school and got my sacraments up to like sixth grade, all that stuff. Um, they told her that she would no longer be able to receive communion because it turns out in the eyes of the church and the Lord, she was an adulterer. Because his marriage was never annulled. And my mom, being very religious and panicked at the time, she's very religious now, again, but she said, well, what do I have to do to, to, to make this right? I, don't, I want to continue receiving the sacrament. I want to keep going to church. And the, she was told by she a priest. Pay up. Right. $400 will take care Dude, of it. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I fucking hate religion. So, oh. uh, and oh. so this was the Immaculate Conception Church in West Pittston, Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if it's even still there. Well, you just called out a church on our podcast. That sure feels did. like I'm gonna go treat that motherfucker. Oof. like I'm, I don't even know if it's like still I'm there. in Norway. Um, but uh, that was sort of I the feel beginning. Like, like there's my... gonna be like a, 
I don't know, like if you see if you see like, a fat dude running away with corpse paint from the scene, right? My uh, <laughs> but my mom sort of stopped being religious, like that sort of turned her off to the whole thing. Like wasn't that she the one that she still like stopped praying or anything, but she it turned her off to the but idea spiritual. of the uh, of of the church as a construct yeah. um, until she was on her own in Louisiana and has become doubled down and become even more mm-hmm. uber religious. Yeah. But yeah, that's it was a hundred percent what it was. They said you can't, you can come to church, but you can't go, you can't receive any sacrament, no communion. You have to stay in your pew, no nothing until you get this annulled. And it was like, just write the check. Uh, Fucking the church find her. So yeah, they got for her husband not getting an annulment. By the way, Uh, so I joined the Universal Life Church, (laughs) right? So um, so yeah, that's that's my history with with annulments. Uh, I don't know if she ever did it. I know she's been married another time. I know that the when she was married the third time, I I think it was just an efficient. It, it was in like a restaurant, so I don't think it was a. She might have been a religious lady, but not in the, the Catholic. I don't church. think it matters if you get married in a church. Yeah, just, you still have to oh, get okay. it annulled oh, yeah. to be Catholic. very weird. Yeah, but um, but yes, I don't know what, where that history <laughs> <Man>. was, but. <laughs> But the third one, uh, weird dude. Uh, you know, as far as I know, she's waiting on her fourth. So we'll see what happens. But um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the story of a moment that I have that relates to this episode. Um, jeez, I think my my parents were divorced before I could even like remember. Yeah, I, my parent my parents were split before I was one. Yeah, I but think I my stepfather when I was. A I think I might have been this might have been grade. the same. Yeah. Before I was even one, yeah. they were already split. Right, and it was th- they got married. I was in third grade, and uh, this was I went. I got con- confirmed in sixth grade, and that was the last sort of thing she made me do. Uh, and then she was divorced again by the time I was in tenth grade. So like seventh or eighth grade, they were like, "Oh yeah, by the way." So like four years, five years after the marriage, they were like, "Oh yeah, guess what? Yeah, you're an adulterer." So when were you like made to stop going to church? Uh, so this thing, you know, you receive the sacraments in church. The way I remember, it, if I'm wrong, I apologize. It's been a long time, but there there's sacrament for Holy Communion, all that, all that stuff, and then confirmation in sixth grade. Is sort of the last big one you get until you're an adult. So what what religion so that, were you? Roman Catholic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that was yeah. So that was sort of the last thing she made me do was sixth grade for my uh, confirmation because I'm pretty sure after that then it's not until wedding and whatever the rest of the sacraments are kicking. Mm. How about the rest you, of whatever they are. When, like, it might not be sacraments. I I don't want to miss miss uh, represent anything. I, not that I. Yeah, there'll be there'll be come a knock knock knock. Well, I don't want to disrespect anybody's uh, particular religious religious beliefs. Hey, I just don't have them. It's just your experience with it. That's all. Right. What about you, Michelle? Were you ever made to go to church or no? No, okay. I we went to church for my um my when did I my uncle Frank died. I don't even know when, like, let's say, let's say it was like May of 1991 or something like that. Okay. Uh, I feel like it was later. Um, but like he, my uncle Frank, I may, it might've even been like October. It was like maybe around Thanksgiving or something like right before Thanksgiving of 1991. 
And my mom, it was very sad. And so my mom was like, we're going to go to church. And then my uncle Brad died in February of 1992. And my mom was like, fuck this, we're done. Okay. So I literally, we went to church. And in the middle of that time when we went to church for like, literally it was like five or six months, uh, the furnace broke in the church that we went to. And so we had to switch to a different church. Oh, okay. Yeah. That so a, I, that's uh, five months we went to church. I, was, I went to Catholic school until second grade. And then after that, I was, my mom took me to church every Sunday for morning mass. And then uh, when I was old enough, I was made to ride my bike to the church and do confession every weekend. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. So. Up until like sixth grade. Until then, that was kind of, I guess sixth or, I guess after confirmation was sort of when everything went down. So like sixth or seventh grade. But yeah. That uh, it was. So I remember riding my bike to the church and waiting in the church to go over to confession and having to say the prayer and That's and then do and then crazy. and then get my penance so for all the bad things that I did that week. What about you? Did did you, you go know? to church? So did yes. you go to church for five months? No, no. I, I wish I had a stint like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I was made to go to a Russian Orthodox church. Okay. Oh. Which a little different, a little different than my Roman Catholic. That's a fucking understatement. Sure. Um, what a weird religion. Yeah. Um, so I found out like oh, a couple years ago, my great grandfather, which was my grandmother's dad, okay. died in church. Oh, yeah, like during that a, must be some sort of weird omen. Put a hex put a, put upon <laughs> your family during like a like a Sunday morning yeah. mass. Okay. Died, like just slumped over and right. died in church. Yeah. Um, I became like I was an altar boy like at the church. I never did stuff. any of that, thankfully. Yeah, it was like I was real dumb. Yeah, uh, I, like because Russian Orthodox, you had to wear these big gaudy robes. Mm-hmm. It was just super. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but I remember after my grandfather died, my grandmother was like, "No more church." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. why?" And she goes, "Cause he ain't real." Whoa! And I was like, "Okay," right. okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, just the despondent. She goes, right. yeah. I was like, yeah. all right. The, the rest of my family were very much like uh, holiday church people, Easter, Christmas. And my mom still kind of did that even after the church like sort of pissed her off. She still would do Easter and Christmas. Okay. Um, but yeah, and even I, I have memories when I was a little kid, like when I wouldn't behave because church for little kids particularly is boring. Um, she'd let me bring my He-Man and Ninja Turtles, and I would sit, I'd kneel on the ground and face the pew and fight them on the bench while church happened. Okay. She just wanted me to be there. And then when I was old enough to sort of behave and pay attention, she was like, you're singing this song, you're shaking the hands, like you're doing all that kind of shit. Yeah. You know? Like, my, my... It's definitely still ingrained in me. I still have some of the habits... And I'm like, oh shit! Yeah. Like that's weird. Like that it is sort of. It, it's. I, I don't want to say this, but it, it a, a little brainwashing in, in uh, points. You get, At least for me, growing up, it was. You get to the Russian Orthodox Church, brother. Right. Well, welcome right. to brainwash. Uh, it's just. It's been. Uh, I'm 38 now. How old are you in sixth grade? 11, 12. Yeah. So like 25, 26 years that I haven't been involved. And I still, like, my brain will occasionally, like, ping on one of the things 
yeah. from it. And it's like, oh, wow, that is really, they do have a good job of yeah. ingraining that stuff. My, uh, my uncle Mark will say, his name is Mark. Yeah. Um, he, he's like. We've changed the names to protect yeah, yeah, the identity. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he's like a religious guy. Yeah, like, you know. Sure. Um, but he used to go to the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah. And we talked about it. He goes, you want to talk about the most ass backwards <laughs> church ever. Yeah. That was it. And I remember the one thing where like I started questioning it was my, when my grandfather died. At the funeral, the uh, um, father, I guess you can call him, um, because my grandfather died like the week before Easter, Yeah, he's like, that means that uh, he automatically gets to heaven because he died during this week. Oh. And I remember being like... It's a good deal. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. That's a little weird. (laughs) Like, that's... Okay. And then, yeah, you read up more on it and, you know, there we go. Sorry for my religion question. No, no, no. no, I just... I will (laughs) add... The only other thing I'll add is that... Because I was not raised religious, obviously. When we went to church for five months. (laughs) Um, But my dad's parents were Mormon. Okay. And both have since passed. But they were Mormon. And so uh, the, which I think we're supposed to say the, they're Latter-day Saints. You're not not supposed to say they're Mormon anymore. Uh, Mm. They no longer use that word. But Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But so the Latter-day Saints would always come to our house to try to convert us. And my dad was an atheist. And um, my mom is like, she's a Protestant, but she's like spiritual not religious yeah that's how i was raised but my dad was an atheist and so like these latter-day saints would come to our house like probably like once every other month or so once a month for a while to try to convert us and like give us like the book of mormon and try to like make us Hmm. go to church so that was like the the early part of my life was just these latter-day saints coming and like bothering us a lot oh okay interesting yeah. There you go. And, and and my mom is one of the people now who like and this is why I don't you know, we don't I don't have these kind of conversations with her and I'm not trying to, you know, rag on anybody, but like my mom's the kind of person now that would not get out of bed if she didn't absolutely know that God had a plan and had something oh, set for her. Okay. Every day she wakes up knowing that nothing can actually hurt her because God has a plan and God is literally dictating everything. If something bad happens, it's because God's trying to teach her a lesson. If it's something good, it's because God is rewarding her. Like that's her life. And like, she literally would not function without it. So if that's, you know, I can't necessarily fault anything for that because if it helps her, it helps her. So, but anyway, religion back to this episode of wings. uh, The priest shows up. To do marriage counseling. And he was hilarious. He was yeah, very with, funny. With Helen and Antonio. Yes. He said he's never granted an annulment yet. Right. He, and, and they, they call, call him. What do they call him? Mr. Fixit or yeah, something? Yeah, the fixer. <laughs> yeah. The, Mr. Yeah, fixer. Right. Yeah. Played by Charles Siofi. Is that how you would pronounce that? C-I-O-F-F-I? I don't know. I wouldn't pronounce it. Okay. I would just so, spell it like you did. 101 <laughs> credits to his acting career starting in Tro- 1969. I, I didn't even ask, Michelle. He is didn't in even ask. the original Shaft. Oh. Wow. Yeah. He played Vic Androsi in Shaft. Uh, he was on Bonanza. Just a perennial TV actor. Okay. Just everything. Crazy stuff. Uh, just as like whatever little movie parts and TV parts he can get. He would he would 100% take. 
Uh, most of these things I've never even heard of as we get through the 70s. And he's on like Kojak, an episode of Wonder Woman, Six Million Dollar Man, The Bionic Woman, playing two different characters there. So Little, Little House on the Prairie, Hawaii Five-0, Samurai. <laughs> I mean, at first I thought you were saying Little House on the Prairie, Hawaii. Like, yeah. What the fuck is Yeah, that? it's a little known spinoff. Okay, only lasts a few episodes. Right. Uh, Limited run series. Yeah, McLean's Lot, Lou Grant, Taxi. Uh, the A Team. Oh, and he's in all. He plays Pop in all the right moves. He's in Reno. Remo Williams. The Adventure Begins, which is an awesome movie. Two episodes of Saint Elsewhere. Simon I saw and all Simon. The right moves. Huh? I did see all there the right moves. Uh, Matt That's one Locke, of the five. Uh, Peter Gunn. One of the five of, Tom Cruise movies. He was yeah. Chief George Morris in multiple Kojak looks like TV movies. Uh, in the 80s and 90s. 32 right, episodes cool. of Days of Our Lives. Yay, all right. One Yay, episode Charles. of the Father Downing Mysteries. <laughs> oh, I love Father Downing. Right. Two episodes of okay, the original okay. Law and Order. Uh, he was in Newsies in 1992. I'm going to smack it out of his LA hand. Law. We're going to read everything. Eight I, episodes I of All ask. My Children. This is our worst episode. NYPD Blue, own. Murder, She Wrote, Wings, Dave's World, which is a... Uh, Nobody's ever heard of that. You, you know Dave's World. No, no, it was that a one hair, with the puppet. It was no, it was a, fuck. What am I thinking? I don't know. It was a. Is there something with a puppet? Yeah, I thought there was like something with a puppet and a guy. This is a Harry Anderson vehicle. You mean the there. comedian? Uh, he was in Lewis and Clark. Did Jeff Foxworthy. An episode of Civil. No, Jeffrey Dunham, but no. Uh, six episodes of the X Files as Section Chief Scott Blevins, which is a great was name. The Larry Sanders Show, uh, Caroline in the City, uh, Chicago Hope. I quit listening to our podcast. <laughs> Something called now. Amy's Orgasm, where he plays Amy's dad. That must have been. Oh, awful. I thought he was going to play Amy's <laughs> Orgasm. Five, <laughs> five episodes of The Practice. <laughs> play and the then he did orgasm. a voice. The last thing he did was a voice in Gears of War two. And now he died. Is he dead? Nope. Oh. oh. Just tired. How dare you? <laughs> just tired. Well, the way you said the last thing he it's did. It's just the last thing he did was Gears of War two. It's very odd. Uh, I guess it's the only video game thing he did, and it killed mm. his career. So. Uh, all right. So, what happens with this priest? Uh, Helen sneaks out into the thing to talk to Brian because Lowell's robo tripping and is having yeah. a hard time fixing the plane. And she said, "Oh, Brian at this point has also brought o- is bringing a woman with him to Mexico for a day." Yeah. Uh yes. and she goes to confront Brian. And she's like, "You get that plane fixed, or you can forget all the wild sex in Mexico." But the door isn't closed, so the priest uh-huh. hears it. And like, 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 gives like Antonio a look, and they're like fighting, and like she keeps trying to say that that'll never work, but Antonio, being weird, is like trying to make it work. Yeah, that was pissing Still, me off. Well, like, so I think because right. he just couldn't lie to a priest, and then right? she says, even like, even though doing that, he's mm. lying to a priest. He doesn't want to admit they just got married for the green card. Yeah. And then she says, like, "What are you trying to stop my mar- or me yeah. marrying Joe?" And he's like, "Wait, you're getting married?" And yes. he's like, "To that guy." That he was just, she was talking to yeah, about the, the, the wild, wild sex. sex. Yeah. And he's like, no, that's his brother, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. And the priest is like, it looks like I'm going to be granting this annulment. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, because Helen's terrible. So it worked out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really fault Helen. No, Helen's here. not terrible here, but it, it still it still works in their advantage. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but this priest was very funny. Great reactions. Yeah, he was fun. Uh, he did Even when job. he saw the godchild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helen is like running around frantic this whole episode and really carries a lot of the weight of like, you know, her sort of darting around everywhere, like through passing through everybody. Helen's looking good. Uh, Faye. Helen, Helen, uh, she looks there's good. The, they, they get Amy Yazbek, uh, Casey oh on the plan to, te- to tell her like, if Joe calls to tell him that Helen's at the store. 
and then Jill shows up because the plane's canceled, and she just keeps saying, Helen's at the store. Well, and then screams. Yes, and then she screams. I, the <laughs> the I scream love was to, hilarious. Like, so there's this classic, and I'm not sure that they do. They, I mean, there are definitely episodes where they've done this in like mm-hmm. newer shows too, but there's like yeah. that classic TV trope of when like people are like running around frantically trying to like hide things and like, yeah. you know, like I always, I don't know why this always sticks in my head, but there's an episode of Moonlighting like that that like for whatever reason, like my memory of moonlighting, it's like that classic Ooh, trope of like the people running around and like trying to hide things. And so like, it's that classic trope. And so there's like these parts where Helen has like this luggage, she has everybody else's luggage and she's trying to hide it in the kitchen. Mm. And like, then Joe, you know, when Joe's coming in and stuff and she's like throwing it over the counter. And right. Well, so, like, Joe ends up talking to the girl that Brian's trying to take to Mexico. Right. And she, and she can't spoil- remember Brian's name. Yeah. Right. But she starts to spoil everything. And that's when that's when Casey screams. Casey screams and says <laughs> when that she's about saw to say Brian. Yeah. Yeah. And she pushes Joe into the kitchen and comes out with the luggage. And then they get the girl and they go to the plane and the plane is out of the hangar because Lowell's finally fixed it. While he's robo tripping, because but it's hard to fix because there's bats everywhere. Because he's <laughs> robo tripping, no there's yeah. no bats. Well, that's what he says to Joe when Joe comes into the hangar. because yeah. he forgot his tackle box and right. he's going, "Whoa, like why are you here? You're supposed to have the day off." And yeah. he's, he's like, "Oh well, they're all going to Mexico." Right. And I'm real sad to hear about Antonio and uh, uh-huh. Helen. I thought those kids were going to make it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and all these bats flying around are making it real right. hard. And that's where Joe's like. All right, put the bottle down. Right, yeah. so Joe Joe gets suspicious, but then when he starts talking about the bats, yeah. he's like, "Joe, help me with the bats, please." That was fun, and then and that's when Joe sort of realizes that he's just yeah. making stuff up, even though he's not. Yeah, but it provides a good cover. Um, yeah, uh, Casey yelling. A, Casey, when Joe tries to go get his tackle box, and Casey so just yells, funny. it's hilarious. Yeah. So he just stops. He's like, "What?" It, Casey was actually really funny yeah, she in this did a good episode. Job yeah, this like episode. this is like one of the very first. There's a, been a couple of episodes now that have endeared, yeah, us a to little. Casey a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Um, but right, we're not quite there where we love her no. yet. But she is starting to like yeah. kind of become a character For on sure. her own right. And this episode it was really funny when she's like i you know helen i'm a bad liar and then she yeah. just keeps saying like helen's at the store mm-hmm. in no context whatsoever right. Anytime Joe says anything to her yeah she, she pans even when he helen can clearly see helen right she says right helen's at the store yes and then you know she screams at the top mm-hmm. of her lungs and she's like i saw a mouse and like clearly she didn't see yeah. a mouse i don't know it was very yeah. funny yeah. yeah it was funny uh but joe does finally get on the plane they do finally go to mexico uh, and uh, the end of the sort of uh, the post the, during the credits. <laughs> they don't show like, any Mexico, right. which they I don't. was like, oh man, right. I feel like you missed it. It did that. sort of seem like it was going to be like a two parter, but it, with them that's in Mexico, what I thought too. Uh, but then uh, the during the credits, they show Helen's back, Joe's back. He's thanking her for the great vacation, and um, as she hugs him really tight as Brian, Antonio, and Roxanne all walk through the airport in sombreros and ponchos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing we didn't talk about that I, that I thought was a very uh, risky-esque joke for, for Wings in 95 is when Helen comes into Joe's office and says that she knows how hard he's been working. And she wants to, get, wants to thank him with a surprise. And he pulls the blinds. 
And he's like, oh, okay. And then she says, no, no, you're going fly fishing. And he says, well, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. And then Faye and then comes Faye in. And they say, oh, he's going fly fishing. And she says, oh, that's what you're going to call it? Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty risky little joke there. I, it, yeah. uh, there was another one. There was another little edgy 1995 Wings joke, too, but I don't remember what it was. Was it the wild sex part? I don't know. No. I'm just saying wild sex. Yeah. yeah. But, um... But yeah, that was at an end, so they, they I guess they got away with it and we'll probably never hear of this again. Yeah. I man, they should have done a two parter. Yeah, with them in Mexico like party and Yeah, down. that would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. This was funny. On the hunt for this guy to annul the marriage. That would have right. been fun. Yeah. That's a lot of budget for Wings, though, to, to do yeah. to add more sets. Yeah, right. The one well, thing they about already Wings, blew their budget on the right. Florida and, Joe uh, series. Uh, you <laughs> know, we're, we are we're more towards the end of this series than we are towards the beginning. But yeah. like oh, a yeah, lot of yeah, these episodes the have been really just contained to the airport. Mm-hmm. They're not going to the houses as much they anymore. They go to Helen's they don't, house they do. more than anywhere else. They don't go to the fucking club car uh-huh. or any of that stuff so yeah. much anymore. In the beginning, they used to have a whole bunch of sets, and now it's sort it's of been a lot of airport contained you're right. to the airport. airport. Helen's house, yeah, yeah, you're right. So I don't know if like as as we're <laughs> things that tight ending the la- <laughs> getting towards the last two seasons, we're at the very end of the of the like third to last season here. Um, if that sort of was if the budgets were starting to drop and or what, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, that was the episode. All right, good. That's it. All right, let me uh, bring up my notes app here. But, like, I actually, when we finished this episode, Mm -hmm. I thought, that was a really funny episode. Yeah, I did too. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I liked it. So, well, do you want to rank it then? Yeah, yeah I'll read it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a, I'm gonna give this episode a three point seven five. Whoa. Um, I don't want to go over four because that's I a, that's a feel like an episode right there. There is a lot. Like I've other episodes where we've watched and I've given them really high scores mm-hmm. for wings. It's because there's like character development or character growth or it's like so funny that it's like a really memorable episode. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure this one quite gets there. It feels like they're trying to do this trope and they don't quite like nail it. Mm-hmm. But it was very funny and the jokes were good and like the physical comedy was good in yes. it. Um they were just chucking suitcases yeah, across. Like, yeah, right. That was hilarious. Like in the very end of the episode, they get back and like Helen gets in right before Joe does, and she knows that. So she like goes up to the lunch counter, she chucks her suitcase in the back, takes the clothes sign and like runs back behind the counter, and then Joe walks in. He's like, Oh, what did you do all weekend? And she's like, Oh, just worked, you know. And it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was like a funny yeah. physical bit, and they don't really do a lot of that on wings. And so I think this was, you know, definitely up there in, like, okay. the funnier episodes. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it 3.5 because I don't remember everything you said. And that's where we're gonna, that's where I'm going to stay with it. Brett? I'm going to go 3.5 as well. Uh, I agree. We all laughed at well all, at the same time. And that right. that well always adds to, to the to the sco. Yeah, yes. exactly. All right. Uh, Summer Blaze. Peach Habanero. Shelly? So, this is a weird sauce. It's... The heat was good. There's there's some heat. And I did end up getting a little bit of the peach flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then also it was very, very salty. And mm-hmm. it's like essentially the consistency of water. Yeah. Um, I always like, I hate to, you know, not give a good score to like a more local sauce mm-hmm. or like a smaller sauce. But it it just wasn't anything that did anything for me. It was so salty and so watery. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 1.75. That, that, my dear, is even too generous. Uh, I'm hitting this bad boy with a one to balance out your generosity. Uh, Summer Blaze Peach Habanero Hot Sauce, uh, Easton Salsa Company. So I have an interesting thing that I just noticed on this label. All right. Summer Blaze Peach Habanero Hot Sauce. One thing, and it, it has may contain xanthan gum, which is a thickening agent. This, they, they, no, they, there's none there. But here's not. the ingredients of Summer Blaze Peach Habanero Hot Sauce. Distilled vinegar, habanero peppers, and kosher salt. Mm-hmm. What's missing? Oh, there's no peaches? There's nothing peach listed on this ingredients it's list. it's so funny because yeah. there definitely... There I definitely like, is. I felt like I tasted it. It has peach. a vaguely peachy color and it's got some like... Chunks? Peachy uh, like peach chunks. pulp in there. Yeah. Right? But, like, they don't even have peach listed on the ingredient list. It ain't really peachy keen, eh? So, I just, I want to know what happened. (laughs) This this also has 21 calories, which is odd. That's a lot of calories. What's in this sauce that's giving it a caloric intake here? Vinegar and salt. Right. Uh, Yeah, no, this, it gets a one. Uh, This is disappointing. Uh, Remember, we long time ago we did the twisted sister sauce that was peach yeah and it was awesome yeah that was was really really good good, and this is a downer of all downers we put it off for so long because of how goddamn watery it is uh (laughs) you just shook it with such anger there's so much rage this is you really are shaking with anger this is a disgrace uh and doug i'm glad you're not here to have to suffer through this monstrosity doug would be very doug would have thrown this bottle out into the woods it would have absolutely Right, it's water. Yeah. It's That's water. Just water. It's water. Um, yeah. Uh, what'd you go one? I would one. I did a one point seven five. I'm gonna go one point two five. Uh, it just like tasted like Tabasco sauce to me. Okay. It was really even Tabasco salty. sauce like had more flavor than this mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, super salty. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a fucking fan at all. There's a oh. reason we kept avoiding this. Oh yeah, absolutely. and. Thankfully, like you know, it's an episode with with us three, so right. you know, it's like okay, let's just let's just do it, right? Um, Horrible yeah, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, if it was thicker, right? Uh, maybe, but maybe. yeah, no, nah, not not for me, fam. Right, thicker like, and a little less salty. Doesn't even say like there's any like peach no, juice or anything nothing, in it. it like, nothing. Yeah, pictures of peaches. Maybe if you just. Look at the pictures of the peaches, and then you eat the sauce. And just close your eyes think, and think peaches, right? And you think you taste the peach because I thought peaches, I tasted peaches, the peach. peaches, peaches. Uh, yeah, nah. Eastern Salsa Company, you fucking bamboozled us on this yep. one. I would like to I still try their again. salsa, though. Yeah, their peach salsa. I would try their yeah because maybe this is just the, the water first. Yeah, from that. This has to be they they this has. It has to be a fuck Someone up, right? Fucked up, right? Like this is a bad batch. Like they fucked. It's got to. Yeah, be. but there's no peaches in it, right? At I don't all. Know. Uh, it can't be the whole bag. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, no, let it out. Because you would think just like even if you just like cooked down peaches, the juice would thicken. Yeah, and you'd add that in there. It says it made of xanthan gum in it, which is a thickening agent. If it was like concentrated peaches, like no, yeah, but it says may contain bullshit. Well, it definitely fucking doesn't. Um, Yeah, no, Mm -mm, fam. All right, well. Yeah. No, this is a, this is a failure. It's yeah. very it's weird. A stinker. It's a failure. It's a stinker. It's a stinker. Good episode of Wings, bad sauce. Stinker sauce. The way things work out. Uh, That's true. Pro- next week we'll be back with Tatum. And, Tatum. Uh, and we promise to do a better, well, at least a, in theory, better sauce. A less watery sauce. I guess we can't really <laughs> Certainly, tell. I would say. Unless I'm, at, at minimum, less unless watery. Unless I'm just putting water from the <laughs> spigot on these. Yeah. Like, there's no way it yes. can't be any. If so, we have anything from a company we know we trust, maybe we'll bring yeah. that out. Spruce it up a little bit. Uh, but until then, Michelle's going to do the plugs. Yeah, she is. Uh, check us out at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Wings on wings podcast at gmail.com. Wings on wings dot podbean dot com. Uh, and you can also find us on the soon to be named network at STBN network on Twitter. Soon to be named network dot com. Soon to be named network dot tumblr dot com. Where you can find this and other good podcasts like We Need Wrestling, hey, Hit My Music, At Odds with Wrestling, Long Box Heroes, Final Wrestling Place, at all. All right. <laughs> uh, that works. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, and uh, hopefully things go better for us. Um, Doug? Oh, God damn it. Wings. What the world is watching slash eating. That sounds like something Doug would say. I want to say, wings, fuck around and find out. <laughs> My favorite uh, Doug one ever was when he said, taking the world by storm like roller skating or yeah. whatever he said. <laughs> weirdo. Yeah. Uh, love you, buddy. <laughs>